Welcome to the MRS Bulletin's Materials News Podcast, providing breakthrough news and interviews with researchers on hot topics, including biomaterials, quantum materials, artificial intelligence, perovskites, and robotics. My name is Bob Brockler. Converting the surfaces of lead halide perovskites to water-insoluble lead oxysalt can significantly stabilize perovskite solar cells. Researchers Shuang Yang, Shangsheng Chen, and Jinsong Huang of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill reported their findings in a recent issue of Science. Previous approaches have focused on stabilizing perovskites themselves or by physically covering perovskites with organic molecules. According to Huang, the secondary bonding between passivation molecules and the perovskite surface is typically too weak to protect perovskites from attack by moisture and oxygen. By contrast, the new approach involves forming a compact, strongly bonded lead oxysalt layer through a reaction of the perovskites with sulfate or phosphate ions. The oxysalt capping protects the perovskite and suppresses defects at the surface. Encapsulated solar cells made with the capped perovskites maintained about 97% of their initial efficiency with simulated solar irradiation for nearly two months at a realistic operation temperature of 65 degrees Celsius. According to Huang, this is one of the best reported stabilities so far. A study published in the journal Materials Horizons offers an insight into the low defect density of halide perovskites. This could help materials researchers search for and design materials with similarly low defect densities for applications in optoelectronics and beyond. Defects in semiconductors, including halide perovskites, drastically impact the material's electronic and optical properties. Perovskites typically have very few defects, especially when solution processed near room temperature. David Kahn of the Wiseman Institute of Science and his colleagues had previously found that defects in halide perovskites can repair themselves because of dynamic bonds that can break and reform. According to Kahn, this implies change toward a thermodynamically more stable state. These findings, he says, led the researchers to propose the counterintuitive idea that the material's very small free energy of formation from their binary components, which stabilizes them against decomposition, leads to their ultra-low densities of static defects. According to the research team, this understanding suggests a new path to defect management in materials. Perovskite solar cells are prone to degradation when exposed to humidity and sunlight, and researchers have been devising various ingenious ways to improve their stability. A University of Oxford research team led by Sai Bai, Feng Gao, and Henry Snaith have found that adding ionic liquids to perovskites markedly improves the device's long-term stability. The researchers added the ionic liquid 1-butyl-3-methylamidazolium tetrafluoroborate to the formidinium methylammonium cesium lead halide perovskite. They made a solar cell by using this light-absorbing layer between electron and hole extraction layers. The most stable encapsulated devices lost just 5% of their roughly 20% power conversion efficiency after being exposed to simulated sunlight for more than 1,800 hours at 70 to 75 degrees Celsius. The team estimates that device efficiency drops to 80% of its peak performance in about 5,200 hours. Ions migrate in the perovskite layer, especially under light and heat, creating defects that can trap charges and bring down efficiency. The ionic liquid unpredictably suppressed this ion migration, and it also facilitates better charge transfer between the perovskite and charge transport layer. The researchers reported this work in a recent issue of Nature. 
Researchers at Kyushu University in Japan have made exceptionally thick organic light-emitting diodes, or OLEDs, by combining thin organic light-emitting films with hybrid perovskite charge transport layers. They published their results in Nature. OLEDs hold promise for low-cost, flexible displays and lighting. They are made of a layer of organic light-emitting molecules sandwiched between organic charge transport layers. The transport layers need to be thick to completely cover the defects and residues on a substrate. But this requires high driving voltage because organic materials are usually poor conductors. Toshinori Matsushima, Chahaya Adachi, and their colleagues used the perovskite methyl ammonium lead chloride to make transport layers that were 2,000 nanometers thick, more than 10 times the thickness of standard OLEDs, without requiring high driving voltage. The thick OLEDs could be used to make large, low-cost, efficient displays that emit the same color from different viewing angles. My name is Bob Brockler from the Materials Research Society. For more news, log on to the MRS Bulletin website at mrsbulletin.org and follow us on Twitter at MRS Bulletin. Thank you for listening.